This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, BT and Sal back on The Fan. Brandon's here to Sal Licata Show. Sal is off today. Hopefully back tomorrow. Let's get back to your calls here. About the best-run franchise in New York. Imagine saying that five years ago, 10, 15, 20. It's the Knicks. You know, and before we get back to these calls, can somebody explain to me what the Mets are thinking? Speaking about, I don't want to say the opposite of a well-run team. That's that's an, that's just a, a diss that I'm not trying to put out there just for a little gratuitous shot. But I, I'm generally, con- I, like, I, what are they doing? So Justin Turner signs with Toronto. Perfect. I mean, the perfect guy for the New York Mets. He can hit, so that solves the DH spot. He can play a little bit of third, which I don't know is a little bit of an issue going into the season. You know, and he's a, he's a guy who is a great teammate, who all these young kids, I mean, invaluable time with uh, just a professional hitter. Now, I didn't think he'd quite get the money that he got. He got one year, what was it, 13.5 with incentives, Huff? 13 with a 1.5 incentive bonus. There you go. I mean, so probably fairly attainable. So let's say he hits it. Let's say he's at 14 change. All right, one year, 14 mil. But I I thought King Cohen could do anything. <laughs> I mean, if they don't get J.D. Martinez or Solaire, I mean, and it's going to start moving quickly here because now that Justin Turner's gone, this is generally how it, how it goes. You know, one domino falls, like one pitcher signs, and then boom, you have a little run on, on that position. I mean, I don't think Solaire and J.D. Martinez go another week without being signed. Huff, who was your DH on opening day? You Please tell me you get one of these guys. Please. I think we have to. I mean, listen, currently right now it's Vientos and Beatty split the time, but I, I truly believe that we are going to sign a big bat. I, I, can't, I can't imagine us going back to the well with, Oh, we have guys on our team. That's just not going to work. Yeah, I don't see that either. But the deeper we get, it's almost February. I know the timeline's changed in recent years with free agents. I get it. There's still a, a, attractive names out there. But, man, oh, man. The only thing is, and I, I hate, I don't want to be this guy. Go ahead. If David Stearns is looking at this team and saying, we need to, to keep that DH spot open to give Pete Alonso some days there, Alvarez some days there, Beatty, Vientos, whether it's Marte, maybe that's going to help save Marte's career a little bit by playing him a little bit more DH. Like, if they're going to circulate it around and share it between the entire roster, yeah. I hate that plan. That's a, that's, that is a loser franchise. That's a that's a small market, pathetic loser move is what that is. That will not work. Oh, but, but, but that's the plan that most teams have these days. It's not just the, the Mets. It's 
They don't want a universe. They don't want just one person clogging up the DH role. Yeah. I, so I do get that. No, no. I, listen, I, I understand. It's not quite like like Don Baylor at the end with the Yankees. You know, I, I get it. Way past his prime. I, I know the position certainly evolved. And, and there's something to be said for plug and play versatility. Utilize that even for the Yankees. That's why Stanton's such a problem because eventually when Dominguez comes back and Dominguez is in center, you put Judge back in right. You have Soto in left. Now, you know, Stanton, obviously, if he's even healthy and if he's even hitting, which is, yeah, who knows, the DH spot is congested. I wouldn't even mind, you know, Austin Wells getting a couple of swings as DHs with Trevino back, who's, you know, an above-average defensive defensive receiver. The point being, I get it. You want to have some, some wiggle room there, but I don't think that the Mets have enough in the other spots to justify doing that, which is my point. Well, I... I... Don't 100% disagree, but I think they did enough in the offseason, the outfield, that they, they feel comfortable. And I think they're really going to have Vientos and Beatty fight it out for third base. So because of that, they might not really go for a full-time DH. You know what I meant to ask you? I want to get back to these calls, and I will. But, you know, this this news struck me as, I don't want to say like a fatal blow to the Mets offseason, but let's face it, I think a lot of you either wanted Turner or expected that you would get Turner, and he's going to Toronto, which now the Yankees will have to deal with. Do you think, and you know, I don't want to get to the whole trade Pete stuff now, but do you think Beatty could play first base regularly? Nah, I mean, he could be able to play third base. Yeah, but first base is easier. Well, I asked Vientos that one. I think they well, both. I, I, Vientos is. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, listen, I, I don't I don't look look at Beatty. I don't know what Beatty is yet. He's not a professional hitter, that's for sure. Mm. And his glove is still a little iffy. That's the first thing. When he came up two years ago, that's the first thing I saw was Beatty's still not very clean yeah. at third base. That's the first thing that they said. And, that was the scout and, report. Yeah, and his, so True. there's a lot that 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 don't meet the market with Beatty, so I wouldn't rush to put him at first base either. Okay, uh, it's 10:49. Beatty sound on the fan. The Knicks grab the steering wheel. You know, don't lose control. The Knicks are the best run team in our city. Number one, the best. Crazy. Uh, let me get Nick in Huntington. Beatty and sounds up, Nick. The hell Hello? was that? Yo, what's up, Nick? Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I didn't realize that, that was I, my call was already getting picked up. Okay, so, yeah, Knicks, best-run franchise in New York. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, their drafting prowess is not very good. Um, but you know what? The way they're turning these um, these draft picks over and just all these assets into a guy like OG Ananobi is really impressive because if you actually watch basketball as an everyday fan, mm-hmm. you would understand that that's the exact type of player – that the Knicks really, really needed to, to, to kind of get more into, like, full form. Um, so that's really, really impressive. And now it looks like they're in a position to make an even bigger trade. Mm. And that, that person I would like to see personally would be Mikel Bridges. Um, that's one of the few guys I would pay the asking price for. Because it looks like guys like DeJounte Murray, they're going to go for two first-round picks. Well, so um, is Bridges. And, huh? So is Bridges. Well, yeah, of course, but I mean, I, I'm more willing to pay for Bridges because you're bringing a group of guys together, back together who played in college. Yeah, but they they, were, they, I mean, why would, come on, that, that's, I mean, I, I love Bridges. It's not happening. I don't see that happening. Well, the other, the other two I could see happening would be either DeJounte Murray or I would, like, even though he's a little bit older, DeMar DeRozan does fit the bill for, like, I think what this team needs. I like that. Yeah, I've said that. I've said that to Sal a couple times. DeRozan's a guy. Thanks for the call there, Nick. That's a guy where he wouldn't have to give up everything that you have, and he's a professional scorer. You know, not a real three-point shooter, mid-range guy, get to the stripe. I think he'd fit in really well. 
Uh, and I'm I'm a big proponent of eventually getting DeMar DeRozan. And apparently he wants to come here as well, here or Miami. I mean, Miami. Come on, that door's shut. They're done. Come here. It's just starting. But I think a great indicator of a franchise, and I'm going to hit you with this now, and, and just think about this. All right, before you answer out loud wherever you are, unless you're at a cubicle at work and your boss is going to think you're a lunatic and tell him to, tell him to be quiet. We're talking next. Take a hike. doesn't matter what he thinks or she. All right, so when I say to you, Brian Cashman just made a trade, do you trust that the Yankees won that trade? The answer is no. When I tell you that the Mets... This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The recent Mets either made a a trade or signed a big-name free agent. Do you trust that they did the right thing? Now, wait. The answer is no. Do you trust that the Knicks, every time they seem to make a move, have good instincts, nice vision, generally what they do fits and matches their plan? And the answer is yes. I'd say that about the Rangers as well for the most part, too. But that, to me, is a blind indicator of, you know, you could get into the semantics and you can get into the different layers of what makes a really well-run team. And there's a lot of different things, clearly. But to me, when I talk about, like, pivoting from something to something else, is there just this inherent trust that it's going to work? And incredibly, for the Knicks, it's at an all-time high for me. Right now. I mean, so they, we could, we don't, we're not doing it now because it's not here, but we, we've done it. RJ's deficiencies. They still turned RJ Barrett, okay, into OG. Well, you also had to throw an IQ. Okay, great. Who drafted IQ? The Knicks. You know, all right, I wish Grimes was a better shooter. I think it's in there, but either way, Grimes and Fournier's 19 mil and a couple of first round picks. Guess what? That's going to catch you a big player. Who drafted Grimes? The Knicks. Oh, wow. Suddenly, he started to play a little bit more. Uh, Looking pretty good. Started to shoot a little bit, play defense. McBride. Who drafted him? Let me guess. The Knicks. And I know he's hurt, but he was on literally no hyperbole. An historic run to offensive rebounding before he got hurt. Mitchell Robinson. Who drafted him? The Knicks. So, I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is hard. It's easy to point to the good stuff. Quite frankly, it's almost impossible to point to the bad stuff. So, I'm loving where this team is. Max is in Brooklyn. What's happened to Max? BT and Sal, how you doing? BT, you just stole my thunder. Whoa. Bit, but I was just going to say how I think fans are just irrational about drafting expectations. You go back, <clears throat> excuse me, to 2018. You got Mitchell Robinson in the second round. Granted, that wasn't Leon. Knox pick was awful, but you can get it. Knox and Mitchell Robinson with those two picks, that's not bad. 
RJ, every team in the league is going to pick him at three. 2020, Toppin could have done better. Quickly, 21st overall, incredible pick. Sims, 58th overall. Whoever you draft there is not supposed to play in the NBA a single minute. Excess value there. Same with Deuce McBride. Quentin Grimes at 25, a little disappointing this year, but greatly exceeding his draft value. And a little bit of a deep cut. We have this guy in Europe who we took in the second round, Rokas, Yaku, Baitis. Is, like is, is that the guard, or am I misremembering that? Is he a guard? Yeah, yeah he's I, the I got you. big point guard. He yep. could be on the team next year. No, I remember that. reading that. So I'd say we've actually done a great job drafting. We haven't had that many high picks. And draft picks don't work out more often than not, even when you get into the lottery. So no, you're I right, Matt. Done a great job. There. Think about and good call. Think about this too, guys. Like I just went into you know the McBride and RJ, and even if you drafted a guy that you like, being able to spin it for something you like more—that's all part of the deal. That's what the elite teams do. Like Toronto's done that for years, and some other really well team, run well team, well run teams. Pardon me, have done that. Okay, but even bigger than that, think about the stench. Just the overall stench that engulfed the Garden. All these years, there were pickets and demonstrations. And I was asked to partake in them. I said, no, that's not my thing. Boycott the Garden. You know, talk about Isaiah stuff, Dolan stuff. I said, nope, you do what you got to do. That's not my thing. Um, And look where we are now. You know, these guys, LeBron, that's why I'll always have a soft spot for Mari. Now, maybe no one else was going to quite give him that money with the bum knee. Okay. But at least Amari wanted us. That's why I always carve out respect for Amari Stoudemire. You know? And Carmelo wanted us too. And I, I do respect that aspect of it. All the other guys, they were terrified to come here. Because it seemed insurmountable what the Knicks were up against. I won't go work there. That toxic culture? Pass. And now look at it. You know? I'll say this, too, and Matt Ewing, along with Mattingly and Mullen and Bernard King, Wesley Walker, that's the short list. And Mark Jackson, my all-time favorite athletes right there. Corbett, one or two more, but you get the point. Paul O'Neill, even though I didn't let him on the show, and that was a little awkward. Um, Patrick Ewing, <laughs> we just started working together. I was like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? He's banning O'Neill. Oh, O'Neill was MFing me in the uh, on the Zoom. That's all right. If you, if you remember what happened, I stand by it. I love you, Paulie. But Ewing, you know, game seven, whatever, pivotal game, seven seconds to go. The ball in, think about this, guys. The ball in Ewing's hands, the ball in Carmelo's hands, or the ball in Brunson's hands. Who do you want to have the ball? Brunson, superstar. And the Knicks, albeit unconventionally, not the easy way out with LeBron and those guys, the Knicks delivered, or Leon Rose delivered you a, now I'm not going to stutter. Do I stutter? What movie is that from? Breakfast Club. <laughs> See, this is what you get when you spill paint in the garage. Do I stutter? Leon Rose delivered you a superstar. Something that was elusive for so many previous bosses at the Garden. Best run team of the city, the Knicks. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.